Once upon a time, I was a roller coaster junkie. Big time. I could not get enough, especially of those steel coasters and strapping myself in and being thrust up into the stratosphere at God knows what speed. Or heck, even a wooden roller coaster whipping me around from side to side, tilting me backward and forward, up and out of my seat. It was the best thrill experience ever. Until it wasn't. I had an experience with a roller coaster that really put me on edge. I felt completely unsafe. And it just seemed to throw me off. All of a sudden, I was no longer the thrill seeker that I used to be. I couldn't bear the thought of my feet leaving the ground. I developed this fear of heights, or so I thought. And I resigned myself to the fact that that part of me no longer existed. The thrill seeker was gone. And I was content with slow, steady, and safe. Now, whether you are into roller coasters or not, I'm sure that you can relate to this feeling. When have you experienced something that was uncomfortable? Maybe it didn't go the right way and you developed a fear about it. And as a result, you completely changed your behavior and your opinion, becoming ever resolute in your new thoughts and ways. There's nothing wrong with that, not whatsoever. Unless it is taking from you the quality of life that is true to you, that you love and that you truly seek. If you are leaning into that fear and avoiding the kinds of things in life that can bring you the happiness that you really want, what it really comes down to is having the courage, having the guts to face that fear and push forward so that you can have not contentment, but happiness. So I feel like there's no better way to explain the importance of courage and facing your fears than telling you my own personal story about how I faced my fear plummeting to the ground in a 90 degree free fall and spinning into a zero G roll, wrapping it all up with four major lessons that could correlate to any experience in your own life so that you can be a happier, healthier person, a happier and healthier you. Oh, and you have to stick around because I have a very cool and free offer that I am going to share with you at the end of this episode that is really going to supercharge your wellness journey. So what do you say? Let's do this. What's going on? Welcome. This is Erica, and I'm the host of the Weight Loss Unmasked podcast, formerly the incognito athlete. If you're new to this podcast, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, And thank you so much to my loyal listeners. We're pivoting in a whole new direction that is not hiding behind the mask anymore. No longer living incognito, but living unmasked, completely authentic to who we are in pursuit of health and happiness. It is not a fairy tale dream. It is reality. It can be reality. And that's what this podcast is all about. So who the heck am I? I'm a woman who's out to make change in my life. And in pursuit of my own 100 pound weight loss journey, I unlocked the mystery behind weight loss. I discovered it's all in our mindset. 
It's not the diet plans. It's not the pills. It's not the macro counting. It's all in our head. So now as a wellness mindset coach, I'm making it my mission to share all of the lifestyle and mindset tips and strategies with people maybe like you who are tired of the weight loss roller coaster and want a one-way ticket to health and happiness. And listen, if weight loss isn't your goal right now, that's okay too. This podcast is still for you. We're just wanting to be happier people. We want to be more in line with who we are and stop being controlled by what's going on around us. And that's why I love the topic that we're going after today. I don't know if you've ever seen the show or you remember it maybe from your childhood, the show Guts on Nickelodeon. The theme song would say, do, do, do you have it? Guts. <laughs> I always think about that when I'm faced with a situation that is uncomfortable. So anyway, let's just get into it. So here's my situation. I was so excited to be able to go back to an amusement park called Knobles that I used to go to so often as, as a kid and I got to go with my family and take my stepkids and introduce them to a lot of the rides that I loved growing up. What I didn't know is that there were some new rides there, one of which is called the Impulse. It's a steel coaster that, as I alluded to earlier, has this crazy 90 degree incline to get you started. Now, I'm going to actually post a video of this. My mom was kind enough to record it. So um, I have the whole footage of me riding this thing. It is freaking terrifying to watch. So I think my husband was kind enough to let us do all the fun little kiddie rides, put the kids on the little helicopters that go up and down and, you know, ride the little automated cars that take the kids around the track. But he was eyeballing that roller coaster the entire time we were there. And as the park was getting ready to close and I was getting ready to maybe chow down on a few French fries, he's like, I want to go ride this coaster. Are you coming with me? All I could think about in my mind was my experience in riding a roller coaster at Six Flags here in Georgia. I can't remember the coaster's name right now, but it was a steel coaster. It inverts you upside down. However, it doesn't have the shoulder harness, right? It's just got the little lap bar that like jams into your gut. And at the time, I was significantly heavier than I am now. So that lap bar didn't really hit me where it needed to. Like I just couldn't jam it closer to my body. As a result, I felt so unsafe on this roller coaster that I braced myself with my arms straight and rigid and my legs straight and rigid on this thing praying that I didn't slip out of it during the ride. I probably was fine, but I didn't feel fine. And I honest to God think that that screwed with my entire love for roller coasters. I used to ride everything at Hershey, Cedar Point, doesn't ma matter the, the kind, style, speed or height. I was all about it until that day. I let that fear prevent me from going on any other roller coaster for probably about 10 years. It's kind of crazy. So going back to Knobles was kind of a big deal for me. Now, I was really just looking forward to riding the Phoenix, the wooden coaster. It is one of the best wooden roller coasters in the country. Do check it out if you can ever get to Elysburg, Pennsylvania. But this steel thing, not my plan. So we're heading out the 
out of the park and my husband looks at me he's like I'm gonna ride it will you come with me and I said I just really don't think so Frank you know I I thought in my head maybe like I don't have to do what I don't want to do what I'm not comfortable with but then it dawned on me it was almost like the coach voice (laughs) came up in my head in this moment of fear right I'm human too and I said to myself what is truly the worst that could happen Everybody else was getting on the coaster and off the coaster just fine. So I said, screw it. Let's just get it over with. So I got in line with him. And unfortunately, there was a bit of a wait. So, of course, you know, there's so much fear and anticipation, right? I think there's a great quote about that um, that I actually heard the other day on Mad Men. But anyway, so I had to sit and I had to wait. And I had to watch and they were screaming overhead and barreling over my head. And all of a sudden my bowels start to get in an uproar and I'm like, Frank, I got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, not now you can't. And I'm like, son of a. (laughs) So we finally get up there and I get in the row. I insisted that I be in the middle and I insisted that we be in the back. I did not want a front row seat to this climb. And then all of a sudden this girl I swear she was almost half my height, bebops behind me. She goes, oh, I'm just so excited. And I whipped my head around and looked at her. I said, well, I'm glad one of us is. (laughs) I said, have you ridden this before? And she goes, oh, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's so much fun. And she and her friend, who probably are at least half my age, started to tell me how if they could do it, I could do it, and that they believed in me. So sidebar, I could not believe the maturity in these girls and the positivity I was getting from these teeny boppers (laughs) but honestly it truly helped me so we jump in our seat the girls are talking to me as we're rounding the first bend you can see it in the video where I'm tentatively waving to my family and we start this ascent into the sky and I'm literally engaging affirmations at this point laugh at me if you want to But I'm just going, I love this. I love this. I was trying to convince myself that I did. And then all of a sudden, as we turned the top and started to head down the hill, I screamed, I'm going to die. (laughs) And what's hilarious is, of course, I live to tell the tale. But I not only did so to talk to you today, but I had a freaking ball. I was having the thrill of my life and the old Erica from more than 10 years ago emerged from the shell that I had put her in. And I not only enjoyed the zero G turns, I let go. I literally let my hands go and put my hands in the air and screamed and giggled and had the ride of my life. Now I do have a picture too to share of myself with you It's the picture as I'm going down the first incline. It's hilarious. So please check it out on my Instagram. But the the fact is, you know, now that I've been talking to you for like 10 minutes, is this was one of the biggest efforts of courage that I have taken where I'm literally putting myself in what feels like an unsafe situation. It really does take courage, guts, gumption to face our fears. I did it on that roller coaster, but I also did it when the scale hit almost 280 pounds. 
The thing is, no matter what you're afraid of, it will continue to plague you if you don't address it. And so this is where I want to lay into these four big lessons that I learned recently by facing my fears. And I want to encourage you to consider these, implement these in your own life. Even if it's something as small as stepping on the scale, these tools can really truly help you to emerge from the shell and bust through the barriers that you may have implemented for yourself and you didn't even realize it. All right, so let's dive into this. Lesson number one, you can only grow outside of your comfort zone. Like I mentioned earlier, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. It is your choice. However, if you stay comfortable, if you stay safe, then how will you ever be able to expand, to grow, to experience new things and potentially even discover that happiness that you seek? Here's another story for you really quickly. My stepdaughter would not try shrimp. I knew she would like it, but she just refused. I promised our kids that I would never give them anything yucky that they wouldn't like, like lima beans, like gross, right? And believe it or not, she wouldn't trust the limp pink meat in my hand. Go figure. But I asked her to trust me. And she did. She took the shrimp. She took a bite. And the first thing she did was a programmed response, a frown. But then as soon as she tasted it, her eyes lit up and she smiled. I said, do you like it? And she nodded and smiled even bigger. Just because something seems unpleasant or difficult doesn't mean that it actually is. If we are ever to explore life, we have to try the shrimp at least one time to know for sure. Lesson number two, nothing is bad as it seems. Have you ever heard the acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real? This is so important for you to consider whenever that feeling of fear comes upon you. So like when I was looking at that roller coaster and even plummeting to the ground, I felt <laughs> that instinctive, like human fear of, of injury, of death, <laughs> not surviving. But the truth is everybody walked off of that roller coaster and many of them did with a smile on their face. The same thing goes for the scale. If you or I step on the scale, we don't like the number. We might say things to ourselves like, I'm a loser, a fatty, a nobody. Do you tell yourself these things? Or maybe something even worse? I say this. Maybe you're just you and you're stepping on that scale because you're on a mission to be happier, feel better, eat cleaner, pass on those hangovers and the fried chicken, welcome sleep, water, fresh air walks, everything that supports a happier you. Perspective is reality. And so it's so important for us to be hyper aware of why we're feeling that fear and to determine whether it is real or not. Lesson number three is trust yourself. When it comes to living with our body as it is, especially us women, it can be a challenge. We are constantly groomed to compare ourselves to women in magazines, TV, and now Instagram and social media. Some of them make it look so easy. And meanwhile, we struggle. So why is it that we feel that we can't exude the same confidence, feel as beautiful, or even be as fit as these other people. We lose trust in ourselves. My husband, Frank, he told me about a guy that he's coaching right now who 
has decided to do something that is, to some of you, maybe insane, and to me, feels unthinkable. He's completing 250 burpees a day as a personal challenge with himself. Isn't that nuts, but also completely amazing? We never know what we are capable of until we try. Just like that roller coaster, just like the running that I've been doing. I couldn't run a mile in high school, and now I'm doing four miles without stopping. So, um, you know, think of your own life, just like a diet, a competition, singing out loud, whatever it is that requires a little bit of extra courage. Trust yourself and know that it's possible. Lesson number four is one of my favorites. It's not really a lesson that I've learned recently. It's one I've been implementing for a while now. You are safe. As scary as things may seem, we will survive. We may even learn a thing or two from stepping outside of the comfort zone. Even if it's something that we discover we never want to try again, like anchovy pizza or octopus sushi, it's actually ridiculous how much power we give things like the scale or an amusement park ride. When we explore the truths and tales of a situation, we can more readily discover what is reality and what's a lame-ass story that we made up to hold ourselves back. I could not be happier that I rode that roller coaster. In fact, I am so proud of myself that I conquered that silly fear. I think about our two kiddos who traveled with us to New York City recently, and we took them all the way to the top of the Empire State Building. By the time they got to the top, I thought that they were going to be afraid of heights, but instead they climbed up and peered over the edge down 86 stories to the street without any fear. They were amazed, and because of their curiosity and their courage, they had an experience, a pleasant, memorable experience. We need to embrace that innocent, curious kid within us and trust that we too are safe. That's when we really start to live. So as promised, I want to share with you something that has been teased in recent months, but I am going full force on right now, and that is promoting my gumption challenge. The coolest thing about this is it's totally free. You don't need me to do it. It's just something that I have put together to foster gumption within you. It's really inspired by the 75 hard challenge. However, I'm taking it to a level that I think is excellent for an entry-level person or someone who just needs to shake up their life. 75 days of growing grit is intense and admirable. However, sometimes it just takes a smidge of gumption and fostering that courage for someone to take control of their life. So that's why I have developed this challenge for you. So what does this challenge entail? Glad you asked. Number one, move daily for at least 30 minutes. Yoga, mobility, and walking are all a-okay. Number two, eat balanced meals and healthy snacks. Simple enough, you set the rules. Number three, drink eight glasses of water a day. Water is life, folks. So get your sparkling water and seltzer too. It all counts. Number four, no booze. It truly is possible and it makes a big difference. Number five, your choice. You get to pick something that fits your personal goals and preferences. As long as it aligns with your weight loss and 
wellness goals, you can include it. Now, here's the deal. If you do register by visiting the link in my bio or in the show notes, you get some extra bonuses. You actually get weekly emails from me to inspire and guide you through gumption growing lessons. I'm going to cover four critical topics to invigorate you and help you reset your path. It's all backed by psychology, my coaching experience, and even my own personal weight loss journey. These coaching lessons come directly from my one-on-one coaching, and it is no cost to you. So I highly encourage you, if you want to do it yourself, no strings attached, do it to it. That's why it's there. But if you register, then you will be able to receive this additional information and guidance from me during your 30-day challenge. You don't have to be in shape or already on a diet to get started. All you have to do is show up, follow my lead, and you'll be ready to confidently move forward with your wellness journey. I'm even going to help you with some goal setting after your 30 days. So please check it out. Visit unmaskedwellness.com. Again, I'm going to include the link in my show notes and in my social bio. I'm so incredibly proud of everything that you're doing. The fact that you even showed up here to listen to this podcast today really shows that you do have the gumption and the desire to change your life in a way that serves you well and contributes to your happiness and health. What is life without those things? So go after it, feed that gumption, join the gumption challenge. But no matter what, remember this, today is a new day, a day for a fresh start, So make today yours and make it the day you go after your dreams. I believe in you. See you next week on the Weight Loss Unmasked podcast.